Welcome to Great Wellness Getaways. I'm your host, Cheryl McKinnon, and I've got uh, somebody that'll be a bit familiar to everybody who's been following our podcast in the last few weeks and months. Robert Reyes is the Executive Director with Tourism Harrison, and he's joining me again today because we haven't spoken since November, and my oh my, have we seen some changes since then. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good to see you again. Really great to see you as well. And I want to thank you for taking time to join me today because I know, you know, it's a little bit different, our world of tourism and hospitality these days, and you never know what's going to walk in the door. So first of all, tell me, how have you been? Well, I've been pretty good. It's uh, It's been a pretty crazy few months since, I guess, you know, things really kind of went sideways in March. And sent us on a, a completely new adventure but uh you know you you pivot you come up with new approaches and uh, things are going reasonably well this summer well that's nice to hear and I, I wanted actually hopefully i'm hoping you will elaborate a bit more on what that looks like i'm a little bit curious though about how you have been doing personally what have you been doing to keep yourself well through all of this i've been doing what what i end up encouraging other people to do. So, you know, I live in Harrison Hot Springs. It's this incredible place that's surrounded by mountains, forests, and lakes. And so I, I've been spending, you know, as per uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry, I've been spending a lot of time outside. So, you know, getting into the forest, breathing in that clean air, getting away from crowds, uh, getting onto the lake and that beautiful lake air. And that's really what I've been focusing on. So doing a lot of hiking, doing biking, doing paddling, um, all the things that, you know, I market about Harrison is what brought me to Harrison. And, and I've just been doing a lot of that. And that's kept my mental health, you know, good. And physically, I feel great. So, you know, it's, a, it's an ideal way to social distance. And that's what we've been encouraged to do. So that's what I've been doing. And, you know, that, that, that aspect, uh, has been pretty good in terms of keeping my life kind of normal. Well, that's really, really good to hear because it's true, isn't it? We're so blessed. You know, I'm over on the Sunshine Coast and it's the same thing in those moments of, of temporary, I, I want to just say a, a pause or, you know, just when you kind mm -hmm. of go, oh, okay. You walk out the back door and you're surrounded by forest. In my case, I've got the ocean right out front. You've got that beautiful lake. I think we're pretty blessed, aren't we? Considering, we are, you know, sure. really. But our industry isn't, and um, there's there's dark days ahead of us, according to many of our leaders in this industry. And you know, I I took a few minutes uh, the other day when we had decided we we could make it work today to talk, and I wanted to go back and I listened actually to our podcast from last November. Mm -hmm. It was so. <laughs> joyful first of all we were just coming up to christmas nobody yeah. had a clue what was looming like we had no idea no and we were so excited about launching wellness travel bc together we were excited about what was coming for harrison and and you know further things down the road which i think can still happen but they're longer off and then here we are like you say march wow it changed on a dime in a heartbeat yeah. and I know there were days where you were pondering what that was going to look like for your community. What were some of the things that you were fearful might happen and some of the things that didn't even ha come to affect you whatsoever? 
Yeah, it is interesting how it all played out. I mean, you know, and I think a lot of resort communities um, like Harrison had some some similar issues. I mean, you know, the first sort of reaction was the the residential reaction. So people that live in Harrison had an immediate reaction of, we don't want any people here. Uh, we don't want any visitors here. Is there some way we can put up a gate, even though it's a provincial highway? <laughs> I mean, you know, you had every kind of extreme. Um, and so that was a real challenge because from a marketing perspective, as a marketing organization, clearly, you know, with with the with basically all of us in lockdown, I wasn't doing any marketing anyway, but it made me give it, it gave me pause to reflect on how do you market even as things start to open up when, without upsetting your local residents um, because you want you know you certainly want to see your businesses survive and thrive. Uh, but you you know we have a large residential community here that's grown over the years, and they have a pretty loud voice. Yes. And so you you need to follow you need need to come to a balance of how you can attract visitors in a respectful way, and at the same time keep your residents happy. So that was one of the challenges that I really had to to think about and and be careful. And I don't know that I've always got that right. I've had to change up my mix of marketing and. Turn, turn it into more of a soft sell than, than maybe I had done in the past. Um, so that's, that certainly was one of the major issues that I had to deal with. But the other, you know, is it was the question of, you know, you went, as we got into April, are we going to be flooded with uh, visitors from BC or are we going to, are people going to be reluctant to travel? Mm -hmm. And that wasn't clear initially. Um, and it's turned out for us in any case that, you know, we we seem to have an abundance of visitors uh, and that's that presents its own challenges. Um, you know, when you're trying to practice social distancing and you're overrun with visitors, it's a bit of a challenge. So, uh, you know, we've had to kind of deal with that as well. A phone call right in the midst of uh, conversation. My apologies. No worries. It happens. So it, just to go back to the, the preamble, because I want to come back to late April, early yeah. May, when we, we were all wondering, you know, what the opening was going to be like. Was there an opportunity to come to the table via Zoom, of course, social distancing, yeah. the protocols, to talk with your community leaders and say, how can we make this be positive for everybody? Especially when you had no way of knowing what that looked like. Must have been a huge challenge. It was a huge challenge. Luckily, the mayor here formed a, what he called an economic recovery group um, that we participated with. And I took a hard look at, you know, how we were going to do things and how we were going to focus on, you know, uh, COVID protocols, you know, promoting social distancing. So we did it. We put in place a lot of um, steps and initiatives to sort of encourage a respectful visit to Harrison so that residents could feel comfortable, but mm -hmm. the businesses could also, you know, continue to operate and hopefully at a level that would allow them to survive. Because it really, long term, that is going to be the real issue of this for tourism. The summer has been wonderful, uh, but come the fall, things are going to change and the weather's going to be quite so, you know, wonderful and our day trippers will start to dry up. So we start relying on the hotel guests and that's a different demographic and how are we going to keep those people coming? So, you know, there's, there's some real challenges that lay ahead for us still. 
Nice to hear though that your local community, I'm thinking of all those mom and pop shops along yeah. the, the lakefront there. Um, haven't been out because as you know, I, most of us, I think, I, I don't know, I haven't taken a, a break anywhere in the province. I, I'm like you, I figure I, I live in such paradise. I'm going to stay home and support my locals here in our mm -hmm. restaurants and our shops, which we've been doing because we've been inundated too. But I'm, I'm visualizing the lakefront there and all those great little cafes and the, the little novelty shops and whatnot, six foot distancing in front, yep. allowing two to three guests in at a time. But exactly. they're thriving. They're feeling good about the, the two months that we've had. Absolutely. So, you know, they've all had to implement their protocols. So, and of course for restaurants, that means you're dealing with 50% of your normal capacity. Mm -hmm. So it makes, you know, we had more visitors, but it's a different kind of visitor as well. So they're, you know, not necessarily spending as much time in town. They're coming for a shorter visit sometimes. Um, but nonetheless, the small businesses are doing reasonably well through the summer. And so that's encouraging. Um, whether they'll, you know, make the same kind of revenue that they did in previous summers, probably, probably not mm -hmm. because of the capacity issues, but still, you know, we've been pleasantly surprised by what we've seen. That's good. And then the hotels. Well, the hotels are a real challenge and particularly, as you know, the Harrison Resort is our primary hotel. It's the dominant hotel here. It's, you know, they have the, the majority of the rooms in town, really, more than 50% of the rooms in our town are in that Harrison Hot Springs Resort. Um, and they've been able to only operate at 50% capacity. Um, they could obviously sell more rooms, but their, their, their limiting factor is their pools. They cannot you know, have more than a certain number of people in those hot spring pools, which has meant that they've only been operating with about 50% of their rooms. And what that means is that you know, there's just not as many hotel guests in town um, to, to support the businesses on the not so good weather days. So typically what we, you would see in Harrison is day trippers on a nice day, but when it's not so nice, we'd still have quite a good level of tourism because of the hotel visitors um, and there's just fewer of them. So you see a little bit more of a up and down in terms of the number of visitors in town on any one, one day. Uh, so that's gonna be a challenge. The the I think. You know, the hotels have done reasonably well over the summer. Um, and I think, you know, certainly the resort with its hot springs will continue to do well, but they just can't operate at the higher level of occupancy that they typically have done in the past. Okay. Interesting here you say that, that they think they're doing well because, you know, all the stats report 10% occupancy levels. Yeah. Because it's not a, you know, in the media, it's not a comparison of apples to apples. As you no, say, exactly. they've got less than 50% of their rooms available. Yeah. And then you've got the Harrison Hotel, and then you've got Rowena's. And uh, really, everybody's operating at less than half of availability. And I guess the, the big question, and I think this is why uh, Taya BC and the BC Hotel Association and such are working so hard to get this recovery package in place because some of these smaller places are not going to be with us next year, which is really incredulous to think about, isn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. You're absolutely right. And I, you know, it is an apples and oranges kind of uh, comparison too, because when you talk about occupancy across BC, 
you know, that obviously includes places like Victoria and Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And those are large, you know, hotel bases that relied on international travels, cruise ships, uh, in, you know, uh, the U.S. market. Um, Tour operators, the ferries. Exactly, all those things. Yeah. So Harrison is a little bit of a different animal in that sense. So our occupancy during the summer has been pretty good. Um, you know, given the, even though the hotel only had 50% of its rooms available, you know, it sold most of them uh, throughout the summer because people are still looking to get away. Uh, and, you know, we're nice and close and we're just up the road and all those, those wonderful things. So, you know, there is a demographic that wants to travel and they are traveling and, and that, and you know, that that's worked for Harrison so far. I mean, we'll have to see how the fall plays out because typically in the fall we would get more of the seniors. And that's obviously a demographic at risk, and so we may not see as many of them. So uh, it's you know it's it's still all very new. We're still in the early stages of oh, what this it. all means, and we play it day by day. Yeah, it, it, it you nailed it right there, isn't it? It's there wasn't a guidebook for this. No, no, I <laughs> wish there was. <laughs> Don't we just? Uh, but you know, interesting when you were talking about your marketing and and being on a, a soft sell now really that you have no marketing budget either everybody's in the same no. boat right so what does marketing mean to tourism harrison these days well that's a good question i mean in fact you're absolutely right we have a very limited marketing budget as you know the hotel tax was deferred for all hotels until september uh, so we've been basically operating on fumes luckily i always keep a, a little bit of a buffer for rainy days so we've been able to survive um, but we haven't needed as much marketing, strangely enough, because, you know, with with the other destinations, the U.S., uh, Europe, uh, Asia, all those destinations B.C. residents would typically go to out of the picture, you know, we've had an abundance of visitors. And actually, one of our you know bigger challenges is is how do we manage that? And, you know, mm -hmm. and there's days there's just too many people here. Um, mm -hmm. And, so you know, then, they, what has that been like? I, gosh, I can only imagine because, you know, that sounds so foreign, doesn't it? It is. Like, look out the door and go, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? How do we social yeah. distance all these people, ensure everybody's safe? That That's interesting. That's been a challenge. Yeah, no, that's been absolutely a challenge. And I guess, you know, a number of places have had the same experience that, mm -hmm. you know, 99% of the people are doing their best to be respectful, but there's a small group of people that don't want to pay attention to COVID rules, are somewhat disrespectful, particularly in restaurants where they want to put, you know, 10 people at a table and the rule is six, and they get mad at the restaurant uh, as opposed to understanding that this is a, you know, a provincial mandate. Uh, so that's also been a bit of a challenge. We're trying to really encourage people on our website and, you know, through the various means that we have available to us to be respectful of the protocols. We, you know, do your best to social distance, do your best to follow the protocols. Uh, it's very important for all of us that we uh, follow them and stay healthy. Well, and to, to your point, allow us to continue to be open and operate exactly. at whatever levels. Yeah. Your social media has been really, really, really enjoyable. I, I've been inspired by it. And uh, I think to your point, Harrison is well known in the local market. It's a longtime favorite for multi-generational families as well, right? For sure. I've talked to lots of people who have said, oh, we went out to Harrison for the day. 
Yeah. We had lunch and we walked the boardwalk and, you know, we rented a kayak and we went, which just is music to my ears too. I love hearing that because I think you have worked so hard for the last few years to promote your backyard market that you are just a, a easy 90 minute drive from Vancouver and a beautiful absolutely. drive at that. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. If you take that highway seven, it's a great drive. Uh, you know, we're easy to get to. So, yeah, no, it, you know, and that has been, uh, you know, one of the reasons that we've we've done reasonably well over the summer. I mean, we do have that that luxury of the Vancouver market, not very far away, and uh, lots of people discovering us even for the first time. I mean, you have yeah. the multi generational, but you also have lots of new visitors, and that's that's great to see as well. Oh, it really is. Oh, I'm encouraged hearing this. So, how do you feel about this proposal to try and get some funding for? operators have you had some of your stakeholders coming to you asking for help how do we how do we stick handle this going forward sure we you know we're in constant contact with all the small businesses and seeing how they're doing and you know during the course of the summer things have been reasonably good so there's and a little steady. less but steady. yeah steady uh, earlier in the year people were already coming to us you know what are we going to do what are we going to do Come the fall, I think we'll we'll be a little bit more focused. But certainly, we've been in you know in constant contact with Destination BC and DABC, uh, you know, talking to our local politicians as well, making sure that people understand that you know there's going to be support required going forward to keep some. You know, otherwise, we're going to see a lot of businesses shut down. Once the summer we get through the summer, people are not going to have the sort of stock, the, the sort of buffer they normally build in the summer. It's not going to be there to get them through you know, the, the slower winter months. And this could be a really slow winter month. I mean, we, we don't know yet, but we, we'll wait and see. But yeah, we're going to be looking for support and we're pushing and lobbying as best we can and, and connecting with all the other organizations as well, because it's going to be a tough time. Yeah, and one more voice, one more voice, it helps, right? Yeah, it well, does. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, I was just going to, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, and I mean, the more voices, the better. Yeah, it, well, and, and you, we both know Rick Antonson quite well. He had a, a great op-ed that went viral across the country mm -hmm. uh, forecasting 2023 is when we'll be right back to perhaps exactly. some some sense of what we've known because truly we go back to january of this year and and it's it's really quite astounding to think of how this Amazing. entire industry just was thrown on its bum yeah yeah well i mean it's the the hardest hit industry without a question and it'll be the slowest to recover everybody sees that so it's going to need you know some significant support well, very encouraged talking to you, my friend. Thank you. I always feel better when I talk to you. I think <laughs> it is that Harrison vibe. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> it's, it's such a beautiful pocket, Robert, and it, it's so inviting. And I just am really pleased to hear that you guys have actually come out a little bit better than anticipated. Yeah. And I hope that that only continues for you. And we'll, we'll come back together this fall and see how everybody's doing as well. But um, we'll be sure to make uh, certain that people visit and uh, visit the website. Your website's great. Your updates are fabulous too. I think, I don't understand myself how some places haven't picked up on that quick enough. Whereas uh, you're quite a leader in that respect for a smaller rural community. You've, really kept your information current and I take my hat off to you on that one. 
Well, and that's proved to be very helpful in this pandemic because, you know, the, the, the message from Destination BC is plan ahead. And so we've always made sure our website has everything you need to know. And that's helped us a lot as well. That's tremendous. Okay. Well, thank you, Robert. A real pleasure as always. And keep well with what you're doing. It sounds <laughs> okay, fantastic. Sorry. I'm with you. Nothing like a walk in nature and a hike and just even a dip in the ocean or the lake, right? Absolutely. Good for you, the soul. Okay. You, thanks, you stay well as well. I will. Thank okay. you. We'll talk again soon. Yeah. Take care. Thanks.